How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. Uh, first of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Scientists on the mic, your society's menace. Hip-hop's Popeye and the beats is spinach. No need for olive oil because her feet is lemon. Overlooking blue notes because they speech is gimmick. Yo, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host Rod and... Karen. And for the second time, we got my man Kevin. Hello, hello. Back up here in the house, man, to hang out with us fresh off the beach. Yeah, man. How was it? It was great, man. It was a good family bonding time, you know. Typical beach trip, a lot of a lot of pool, a lot of complaining about where we're gonna go eat, but uh, you know it was a good time. So you know, gotta love those family trips, man. So you went with your whole family? Yeah, had the whole family there. You know, uh, my parents, two little brothers, cousins, had two of my cousins there, and my grandparents and an aunt. So it was good to see all of them. And, really took the whole family. Yeah, wow. yeah. We, we usually try to do that, you know, if we can every year, really, because you know, like I said, they live in Augusta, Georgia. So shout out to them, but. It was great to get the whole family together, and uh, it was it was a great time. Really yeah, Kevin was. has a lot of family. We'll get into his family oh, God, in a minute. That's but, foreshadowing. Oh, that's but I remember family beach trips too, man, and it was always such a great idea until you got there. Yeah, <laughs> it is like, you got there. It was so screwed up. You know, you got you know older people they ain't eating up a fried chicken and hot dogs, and you got people like me going, "Damn it, I eat that at the house." We traveling. I mean, it's it's so annoying. Then you got the kids. I don't eat. Bread with 
crust on it. I don't eat peanut butter and jelly. I don't eat chocolate. You like, damn, little kid. Pack your own lunch. Oh, I, I, it's fun till you get there, man. Yeah, I used to, um, we used to go every once in a while. And I think if you go like once every few years, it's not That's as bad. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't do it every year. That was yeah, exactly. that would really drive me nuts. Exactly. Like, I could put up with my family, uh, more that I really like yeah. love being around them but it's like when you don't see them in a, in a while it, it's like the t- clock starts ticking and you're not even aware that you had this clock in your in your mind or your oh, heart oh yeah but it's like you forget yeah. that the clock is there then you start getting around them you be like wait a minute this is why I don't come around but a few times out the year yeah so um yeah, I, but I did like the the family va- vacation thing, but um, you know, it's just you can't do it all the time. But mm-hmm. it's cool to have that that y'all had that bond. With yeah, y'all oh yeah, yeah, year, yeah. That was, it was yeah. awesome. It was great. Yeah. Um. All right. So don't forget, guys. Uh, you can leave comments on the podcast. Go to podomatic.com Go to facebook.com or go to iTunes and just search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Any of those three places, we should come up. You can leave a you know leave us a nice message or. You can uh, just leave a comment on the episode or a review if you're on iTunes. Um, also, you can call the show at 704-557-0186 and you can leave us a voicemail and we will play it on the show. Yes, we will. And we will talk about whatever you want us to talk about, regardless of how crazy whatever you have to say is. Um, it's a good way to get to know our fans. Yes, it is. Because, uh, you know, they email the show and uh, the email is theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. They email the show, they have these topics, and you get to find out what kind of person listens to a couple people sit in the house and talk crazy That's for true. an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, and also shout out to uh, Yeah Right Radio on uh, blogtalkradio.com. Um, that's a that's a radio show that's done on the internet. Okay. Uh, and it's by the same people who do ignorantintelligence.com. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, Larian, L-A-R-I-O-N, is the host of the show. And he had on uh, the girl, Asleep in the Fire, the one that talked, we got into it about Jesse Jackson. Okay. Mm. She was a co-host on that, that special guest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they uh, actually uh, hit me up on Twitter and were like, call into the show or, um, you know, just listen to the show, you know, just to spread the word. And I was like, yes. you know what, I am going to call into the show. So um, I called in, and no, we, me and the sleep in the fire. We didn't. Her name's Amy. We didn't get into it. It wasn't anything mean. Yeah. But, um, it's kind of weird though, because a couple people were getting kind of out of pocket talking to her. Like a couple people called her a bitch and stuff. Oh. And it's like, why? Why would you talk to somebody like that? You would never like. Like essentially, what they're doing is the real life version of. I'm sitting like if this is real life, not the internet. Two people are sitting around having a conversation. And then you overhear something you don't like, and you just walk over and be like, "Bitch, first you gotta learn this, that, and the other." It's like you would never do that in real life. So anyway, internet um, made people bold, boy. Yeah, and she handled it well. And uh, this topic was about like celebrity and um, you know just like the American culture Mm -hmm. and how celebrities are getting famous now for doing nothing. That's right. There was a a whole lot of like, well, that used to didn't happen, and now it's happening a lot. And um, I don't believe that shit. Marilyn Monroe, what was her talent? I don't know. I guess quote unquote singing. I guess I don't know. Did she even have an album? She wasn't a singer. Right, you wouldn't know that. Did she do a movie? She did movies. Okay. She did movies. But come on, dog. She wasn't a great actress. That's true. That's you know what I'm saying? Mr. President. 
she she was fa- <laughs> she was famous because she was very attractive and sexual. That's right. And if you're pretty, no matter what color you are, if you quote unquote the standard of what Americans call pretty, black, white, Italian, or whatever, and it's normally skinny, flat, with no butt and big boobs. As far as girls go, but as far as dudes go, you know, as you cut and buff and you look like you do the, you know, 90-minute workout all the time, you, yeah, you have been Well, she is, to me, no different than somebody like Kim Kardashian, except Kim Kardashian hasn't got casted in a movie yet, or Paris Hilton. That's true, that's true. Like, what's the difference between her fucking the president (laughs) and that being, like, her claim to fame, and Kim Kardashian having a sex tape with Ray J, like... We only care about them because we've hypersexed their uh, image and they really don't add anything to the world. No. True. But we've decided that they're going to be celebrities and make money off of just being who they are. That's true. So I don't think it was ever that great back in the day. Plus, whenever people bring up old America and how old, great old America was, I always think like, yeah, except for the segregation and slavery and the women, that, the women that can't vote and yeah. like the the other shit that comes along. Like yeah. I would walking to school, yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. You yeah. will never catch me reminiscing about the old days. Like, the uh, only thing is that. I don't want to be like famous like them, but I would like to just show up somewhere and get paid like fifteen thousand dollars just for sure. That would be awesome, man, and that's one of the reasons I don't hate on them. No, I ain't I mean, knocking it at all. That's a, if you're, just you're only up. blessed. You're only blessed with so many brain cells and so much logic. If you're stupid, uh, make stupid work for you to yeah. the fullest. Yeah, so I'm not knocking them for that. I guess mm. what I'm trying to say is just I don't really, I don't really uh, glorify old America, man. If I could be born next year. I would do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they told you, you if they told me you had the exact same life, except you could be born a year later than. It's like cool. The iPhone five is out. I want to be born in the Jetsons time. Shit is only going to get better. I want Rosie around. That's what I'm talking about. Sweet. Yeah, there's no draft now. When the last time we had a draft? You know, like hot I don't know. People glorify shit. Yeah. I'm not trying to sit at the color counter in Woolworths and shit. Man, that again, man. I'm so glad I wasn't born a slave because <laughs> me and the Heat ain't friends. I'd get my ass whooped every day. Get out there, nigga. Hell no. You know it's 100 degrees out there. Can you yeah. feel this heat, massa? Yeah. It wouldn't be pretty for me. Yeah, and that, and that was another thing. It's like, well, Americans are so hardworking and they, you know, they came from this good stock and all this. And I'm like, Hardworking, except for the slavery. Yeah. Except for the that's the laziest you can get. Yeah. Like that's lazier than a label. remote. That's lazier than a remote control. Slave. Ah. That's another person to do the work <laughs> you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people are like, oh, we were so hardworking. We went out and tamed the frontier. And we yeah, with the slaves. Yeah, and we stole from the Indians and all that stuff. People forget about that stuff. They want to just erase that stuff like it just never yeah, happened. Yeah, so I mean, I love my country, no doubt. Truth. I would not want to live anywhere else. No. And, what, and when I say that, I mean, what, like I think it's the ultimate pride to say, Forget the old days. I don't want to live anywhere else now. Even when people are like, yes. America's not even the best country anymore. Cool, I'll take it. Yeah. You know what? I'll take too. number two. I, I, I love here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll take that any day. Especially being the, the gender of breasts and boobs and vagina. <laughs> I would rather be here any day. I got rights here. I can vote here. Yeah. I don't have to have my husband to go out. I don't have to be covered with a veil. I can yeah. drive here. I can wear pants here. Do you know in other countries, I don't have the right to do nothing but sit and have kids? Yeah, Hell no. Like that's the thing. People are like, oh, you're not going to be number one anymore. 
Fine. I, it's like I know the Eagles aren't going to win the Super Bowl. I've been an Eagles fan my whole life. Uh-huh. I'm not changing teams because New England won the Super Bowl. I can Fuck it. This. I'll still be an Eagles fan. That's how I am with America. That's if right. China is the number one superpower, congrats, y'all win. I'm grateful. Stand over yeah, here. Yeah. That's right. Stand over here. I'd rather have the Big Mac and the Whopper with cheese. Then and the extra value meal and call it a day. Yeah, so um, <laughs> saying all that, don't forget that uh, we're the official podcast with uh, the official weapon of the podcast is the taser. Yes, it is. And the unofficial sport of the podcast is bullet ball. That's right, man. Bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. <laughs> um, and don't forget, y'all can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D A T. And Kevin, what's your K? I'm K D Blue B L U E two. Yeah, you gotta. It's it's funny now because on Twitter or on websites like when you have a uh, another name, you have to spell it out if, if it's spelled correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like, people use so much slang. Like, it's, it's ridiculous how much slang is being used. That's why I mean, like you gotta like you said, you gotta spell it out. Yeah. Completely, so. You go to like a MySpace page or something like that, and I mean I don't know who goes there anymore. Me either. Like, you go to like a MySpace page or something, and it'll be like. The messages on the page is like, niggas is tripping, haters, you know, love become before pressure, and it's like everything spelled wrong. Like, no, haters got yeah. C's on it, before <laughs> B and 4. Yeah, and like, Nigga, I'm a did part you skip of, English class? Where was I? Yeah, and like, I guess I'm a part of this generation that does it, but I don't, I don't participate in it. I mean, the thing that pisses me off recently that I've been getting from, you know, some friends that text me, they say you and they use Y and a U, okay? Wow. Have we gotten to this point where you can't you just use the U or do you just not want to spell out the whole word? Like, why are you giving me a Y and a U? Why don't you just drop the Y, like, or just give me the U or give me the whole word, which is just three characters? Like, that—that's been frustrating me recently. And with the new with the new spell check and shit, it's harder to misspell something now. Very hard to misspell. Like if you like if you type Y and U, it'll just be like, oh, you mean Y O U? Yeah, like correct. it's ridiculous. Yeah, sometimes it used to mess me up when I first got my iPhone and, um, I, you know, I curse a lot. So I would be like, man, what the fuck you talking about? Hit sin and then look back at my messages like, hey, man, what the duck you talking about? <laughs> it's like, I didn't, why would I ever use that that way, that iPhone? Phrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, iPhone's yeah. like, look, I don't know how to curse. You either spell it right or I'm sitting doing it. They need a cursor, they need a cursing <laughs> setting on the iPhone. where or on, All smartphones should have a setting where you can go in there and be like, you know, do you are you a cursor or not? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now don't correct niggas yeah. anymore. You know what I'm saying? Don't correct. Jiggas. Yeah. Like, Juggles. When I say shit, I don't want shirt. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know what I meant to type. This isn't. This isn't a text to my boss. Trust me. Um, they don't have that number. Um, so uh, also, um, don't don't forget, you guys, to leave these voicemails. And speaking of which. Um, act- oh, actually, no. Before I play the voicemail, what's up? The show, this today's episode, has a sponsor. Really? We got a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, man. One of our listeners uh, actually gave us a pretty nice donation, um, and his name is uh, Majin Sting on um, on Twitter. Uh-huh. And I do not know how to spell that. Um, um, me either. So you, we love to- you, but you might have to search that one, guys. Yeah, but um. <laughs> He has a website called Sting and Sky, and Sky is spelled S K Y E dot com, and it's a website that sells T-shirts that have like different cartoon uh, characters from you know the old school or whatever. And he actually has a little 
brief history on here and I want to read that because okay. it, it really explains the mission of the site more than, you know, more than just me looking at pictures and saying it. But uh the actual uh the pictures and, and the characters he can get, you know, he has like uh, certain like cartoons where it's like Green Lantern or you can go get Spongebob shirts, you can get Door to Explore shirt. Um, so what it says is uh, Sting and Sky t-shirts and designs started in August 2002 with my endless quest to find a Batman Beyond t-shirt. I scoured website after website looking for a shirt but only came across shirts for children. That's right. Most comic book fans today tend to remain comic book fans after they grow up. What better way? What better way to retain a piece of a person's youth by wearing this T-shirt representing their favorite childhood superhero? Why restricted to just comic book characters? What about the Bugs Bunnies, Tazes, Mighty Mouses, and what should it be Mighty Mice? I don't know. Mighty Mouses, Scooby Doo's, and Underdogs. Old school cartoons that uh, the over 35 crowd can relate to. My objective, my goal, and my purpose create something for everyone. Sting and Sky, t shirts and designs, breathing new life into old school cartoons. And so it began. Cool. And so, I like yeah. I so like I clicked it. on a few, and, you know, he's got, you know, Mickey Mouse, uh, The Lion King, Darkwing Duck. But it's a dope size cartoon uh, t shirt. Oh, instead of like Layla size, you know, the, yeah. ex, the extra small. Right. So if you were a fan and you want a dark winged up shirt, which might be kind of considered ironic now or hipster or just, hey, I was I was a kid. This shit was hot. That's right. Other people will see my shirt and be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now you can go get that shirt instead of having to, you know, go to the baby gap and pretend not to be a pedophile, you know? Just <laughs> <laughs> the kids. I mean, Hold plus, their shirts off. if you were a nerd and you were in all these cartoons as a kid, chances are by now you're probably fat and get on the internet and stuff. You can't wear no kid shirt. Yeah. Oh, but you, you can find it here, guys. Yeah, so anyway, guys, y'all can check it out, man. Um, it's stingandsky.com. And, uh, you know. Enjoy, man, and uh, thank you for the donation, man. Really appreciate it. Um, all right, so y'all ready to do some um, podcasting? Yes, we are. All right, let's play this voicemail that we got that I found pretty interesting. Cool. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. This is Tinkerbell. And I have a question. I'm really a topic. I've always wondered if identical twins were identical everywhere. You know, maybe sometimes one twin is taller a bigger or kind of thicker. You ever wondered if they're bigger and thicker everywhere? I've always wanted to know. Or do you inherit penis size from your mother? You know, because they say male pattern baldness comes from the mother. So could you inherit penis size from your mother's side of the family? Just how does that work? I don't know. These are not topics, but something I've always wondered, and I would like to hear your take or anybody else's take on it. Okay, bye. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much for that uh, call. I really thought it was interesting. Um, if penis size comes from the mom, then... My mom had a huge penis. I don't know <laughs> what she was on or how she did that thing. But. Now, I don't know, man. That's an interesting uh, thing about twins. Like, I've known twins before. I have to. And they're not 100% identical. No, but they're not. The ways that they differ are so small to me. Yeah. 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 Like, one might have a bump on their face in one place or... 
the like one's hair is going a little bit before the other guy's hair, but yeah, not unless they get real pissed and one just decide I'm gonna be totally different from you. Most of the time, it's almost impossible. Not unless you really are very intimate with them, it's almost impossible to tell them apart. Yeah, yeah. they even yeah. mess up their parents sometimes. Yeah, I've right. grown up with probably I'd say three or four sets, and uh, over time being with them all, you get to see yeah, you get to find that one yeah. little characteristic, or you can really tell by the you know like you said maybe their their height or something. Right. And um, but there's only been one period that I swear I've gone to school since seventh grade. And it's two girls, and I can't tell them apart for nothing. I mean, hey, I, just, I, I just literally can't. I'm around them. I see yeah. them all the time. I don't see them every day like I've seen the other pairs. But when we did go to school together every day, I still could not tell. I have yeah. to wait for somebody else to address them, and then, then I'd be okay. She got on right. this shirt today, but I, I could never tell myself. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, it's one ahead. cool thing about being twins. Some of the twins when I was at school, one was good at math and one was good at English. So a lot of times they would swap each other classes to help each other pass. Wow, that seems dumb. Cause y'all niggas gonna graduate. One of y'all is gonna be really good at math and nothing else. So really good at English. Like <laughs> it's like I'm gonna, I would. You can't like switch into SAT and shit like that. So like yeah. it's like yeah, I got an 800 on verbal and I mean on written communication in English, but uh, I'm wrong math. Yeah, I on that yeah. part. Both of them gonna get 800s on the SAT. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then I wouldn't know anything about penis size, so I just go by titties. Like when I know girls uh-huh. that are trans, I they titties look so similar and close to the yeah, same. They I do. wouldn't really know. Uh, can't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell it's, unless they like yeah. do something dramatic, like haircut, hair color. Yeah. Eye color, unless they do something traumatic like that, it's very hard to tell twins apart. Yeah, so I don't know. Those are very interesting topics, and I guess you have to fuck two twins to find out the answer to this. So you do the research <laughs> and, call and you us let me know. Because um, I, I mean, I wonder if there's even like if there's a difference, it's probably slight. You probably wouldn't even be able to tell. Cause yeah, cause it's not like I've ever met two twins where one was like, where it was like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's. Like six four and Danny DeVito's his twin and he's like fucking five ten or oh, five yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I don't That's know. That's a rarity. Alright, man. So um we went on um, restaurant.com, which yes. is a website where you can get coupons for just putting your zip code, certain certain uh re- what uh certain coupons on there are for restaurants that are in your local area and you spend like say fifty dollars and you get twenty five off. Right? Here's the catch though. You can't count alcohol. So you can't just like go there and buy a bunch of shots and be like, oh, about fifty dollars worth of food. Yeah. <laughs> My twenty-five dollars. No, they ain't trying to hit that. Yeah, so you can't do that. Um some of them have restrictions like dinner only. Excludes or, holidays. Yeah, excludes holidays. No other deal can be used at the, the same, same time. time. Uh your tax doesn't count. Okay. So and they do eighteen cent gratuity. Yeah, they take an 18% percent gratuity on your uh, meal at the end of the day, so um, even after the, after they use your coupon, uh, which I have no problem with any of these things. I don't things. either. But with those guidelines, we have we went to Maria Bonita, which it was is really delicious. good, really good. Um, and we <laughs> racked up, uh, you had to, we had to rack up $50 to do it. We racked up a $49.97 check. Yes. And Karen ordered a water. And it's funny because I I was getting on her a while back like, baby, why do you keep ordering sweet tea and water? Yeah. And she's like, because I know the sweet tea ain't good for me. I was like, then why even order it? Just, <laughs> yeah. just drink the water. Like, you're not really 
fooling yourself. You're drinking mostly sweet tea. Yeah. So either just get the sweet tea or just get the water. But why even mess with both? It's just exactly. costing money or not. <laughs> and um, so she's kind of trying to be trying to be better about yes, that. Yes, I am. So so with her not getting the sweet tea yesterday, it, kept her under. it put us under. So we had to spend the whole. $49 or whatever plus the tip. So like... Oh, uh, damn it. The one time I follow instructions. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny, man. But they are... It, it is kind of shady because it's hard for... Even at a nice restaurant like Maria Bonita, to get up it's, it's hard to get the 50, yeah. dude. Man, we had an appetizer... Um, two entrees, yes. like the more expensive entrees, entrees. like yeah. sixteen, seventeen dollar entrees. Yeah. yeah. Then and we ordered both of the desserts. desserts. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "What kind of desserts y'all had?" She was like, "We got two. I was like, "Let's sing both." Both of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had like a cheesecake tortilla. Oh, no, cheesecake. Uh, what was it called? It was man. It was like enchilada, cheesecake yeah. enchilada with ice cream. Real good. And some kind of thing Karen had that looked like a slug to me. It wasn't a slug. <laughs> it was like a kind of a flambe. It was really good. She called it some kind of custard, but it looked yeah. like a slug. So was there a person limit? Can you go with however? No, I could have bought another yeah, person. Yeah, we'd have had another person. We we probably would have got. Yeah. Or we could have just ordered like two appetizers. Yeah, that's what we do next. But time. basically, that would never happen to me again. Yeah. From now on, I'm going on the website, looking at people's menu. And we're having a strategy of attack before we leave the house. Yeah, yeah, we we went we went pre-planned. I'm sorry. That was embarrassing. Like even if it would have been um like fifty dollars or whatever, like like even if it would have been just a couple uh a dollar off or whatever. Yeah. With the tax, it's still probably five or six dollars off. Yeah. So it's like next time you won't catch me sleeping, man. But yes. that was kind of a hustle, man. I appreciate yeah. that shit. <laughs> we were trying our hardest too. Yeah. Um, and people were. Uh, I saw a couple of people uh, talking about. Um, oh, it, I know what it was on that on the radio show. Yeah, right. Radio. Mm-hmm. They were talking about Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. and how she's on drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people were talking about you know keeping their kids off drugs and stuff like that. And you know you could use like different examples. Like some person might like you might say Jimi Hendrix or somebody was on drugs, right? But I started thinking like a lot of the artists that make the best music and shit. And painters and like the the dude who wrote uh, like Dante's Inferno and stuff was on opium the whole time. Um, like messed up. A lot of these people use drugs mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, a lot of kids would want to be like that. You know, like what kid? If you're an actor and you're aspiring to be an actor, wouldn't you want to be Heath Ledger over <laughs> over somebody that's clean like Tom Cruise? Like, yeah, Tom Cruise got all the money. But, um, and he's crazy, but like Heath Ledger <laughs> is considered one of the greatest actors ever because he died so fast, right? That's true. So what I was thinking is they shouldn't be using examples of people who die on drugs. You should use examples of people who live on drugs, like Mick, like Mick Jagger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. say like, oh, you're going to be like Jimi Hendrix. You tell your kid, you're, you're going to be like Mick Jagger. You're going to be 80, all yeah. fucked up. Stuff. That's <laughs> like, a prime example not to use drugs. Kids. Yeah, look at your body and your face. Is that what you want when you like 70? Is that, that what you, again. You know, but then again, you might get a smart kid that's like, oh, man, he had a hell of a life, though. <laughs> you know? Go back and pull Mick's car and see his yeah. <laughs> the type of life he was living with yeah. was all that stuff. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. I so, like life, so no drugs for me. Uh, we watched some movies this week. Yes, we did. We saw the other guys. 
which was hilarious. Okay, I need That's that. the Will Ferrell movie and the Marky Mart movie. Yeah, Mark Oh my gosh, y'all. The uh, com- comedy in there was excellent because I didn't really know how I was going to like it. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock is in it. They didn't have... Don't tell me how long it is. Don't, don't, don't um, do that. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. They're trying to ruin the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Go see it. Go see it, guys. It's very, very funny with me. But, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I want to, like, one thing is it's written by the same dude who wrote Step Brothers. Okay. And a lot of people like that Will oh, Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's not my favorite Will Ferrell fan, but it, it has funny parts. But uh, when you put that inside of like a cop drama and cop cliches and the buddy cop movie thing, it really works well. And, it and, really works well. And it fits his style of comedy. It's like, because I've seen him in different situations and some are funny and some are not. But it's almost, this was almost catered to his style of comedy, which mm-hmm. made it even better. Yeah, I, I like when Will Ferrell's kind of laid back. And kind of playing the straight guy role where it's like, and by straight guy, I mean, comedically, you have, you know, the guy who's actually trying to be the comedian all the time, and then you had the guy who's the straight man. The straight, everything plays off the straight man. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, the, the guy might, the other guy might come in and do something wacky, do something crazy. crazy and the straight guy is the guy who's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? So I like when Will Ferrell starts off in that role as the guy who does seem to have sense. Does seem to be grounded in reality, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, "This dude's just as crazy as the other dude." Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was you very check funny. It out. Yes. Um, I also saw uh, Walmart the high cost of low prices. I didn't see that. I only saw a little bit on uh, Netflix. Okay. Am I a bad person for not hating Walmart? I don't hate Walmart at all. I don't give a damn they ship stuff overseas. I don't give a damn half of my stuff is from China. All I know is I like my drawers six packs for $3. That's all I can tell you, and it's always on sale. And the, the thing is, like, people are so... It's almost, like, cliche to be mad at Walmart now. Because people are all... Everybody's mad at Walmart. Walmart's piece of shit. Walmart Walmart. makes me smile. When I go in, I look at my receipt, and I see I got all this stuff for less than $100. Damn it, I'm glad to be in America. Keep on, Walmart. I'm sorry. I'm not mad at them. I'm not, you know, upset and, and, and worried about them sweat. Them people at them sweatshops ain't got a damn thing to do with me. I'm sorry. I hate to be like that for them pro Americans out there. I'm sorry. Well, we, um, the thing is, they show, like, a lot of, like, how they treat their employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they I've heard do, a lot about They do that. treat their employees like shit. They don't let them get full-time hours. Yeah, you can't get over, you can't do overtime. Can't do overtime, even though you might work over your shift, they won't pay you overtime. overtime yeah. Um, what is shit I'm going on? You ain't paying, I ain't staying. Well, you have a degree. Um, oh, okay. But, um, and then also, like, they purposely have, like, uh, insurance that costs so much that you couldn't possibly pay for it on a seven dollar fifty cent salary. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and per hour. And I also, I mean, I also no, heard, yeah, I also heard they were telling you how to cheat the insurance. Like they were having a, um, at some at one around here, like when you would get hired mm-hmm. and you were full time and you, you know, you were inquiring about health insurance or whatever. They would not. They would tell you how to. You would think you were going and getting. <clears throat> You know, legal health insurance or something, but there was some way, there was some loophole that they were teaching them to exploit, Mm. and the people were, you know, obviously, they didn't know either way how to, you know, how to get health insurance, because they never had it, Mm. and so they were going, and it was just a big scam that Walmart was doing, and also, there was a cash back scam that they were running, they were doing something where, even if you said no to your cash back, or they would say you said yes to your cash back, like if you use your debit card, let's say you swipe your debit card, you put your pen in, and they would go ahead and hit before you even popped up on the screen. They would say yes, 
cash back. Like you get oh. gas on your cash back. So the so the like you know you don't give me cash back, but the register says that you got cash back. So they were taking money out of the register, uh, and it was really coming out of your account or something. I wow. couldn't really understand it. It, that's it, happened shady. Ar- it happened in Arkansas. Just a lot of shady tricks they were yeah, doing. That sounds more like the employees than no. That's, that, that's what they, that, that, they were teaching the employees how to do this. Instead of oh. paying them out of their own pocket, oh, they were teaching the employees how to take more from the customer or like steal from the health insurance. Like kind of like, okay, well we're not gonna pay you overtime, but I know how you can get one, a little overtime. Yeah, one pay. thing they were doing was uh, actually telling people. How they qualify with the amount that Walmart was paying them, they actually <coughs> qualify for welfare in like 31 of the states. I believe so. That. They would basically tell them, "Hey, go get welfare." Yeah, that's what they were doing. They were pawning yeah. like it off on other people, getting their employees paid right. through other shady ventures. Right. So it actually cost your state or your city money, and then a lot of cities were actually lining up because these mostly small towns. They were lining up to get a Walmart. Like they were like, "Hey." We'll pay you three hundred thousand dollars to come to our city instead of tax break the city of the street. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, but here's the thing, though. All that aside, the main thing they were kind of promoting was like, we need a union for these people, right? And I get that, right? I do get they need some that like my whole thing. Like some people are like, I'm pro union, I'm anti union, I'm pro uh, big business, I'm anti big business. I think that's dumb. It's dumb to, to simplify anything down to you're for this all the time or you're against that all the time. That's just fucking stupid. It's not black and white. Like Nothing's that. like that. Like, obviously these people need help. And it's either the federal government has to make laws to be like, look, you yeah, can't so treat your employees like this. Yes. Or they get a union. And it's like, it's not in nobody's best interest for Walmart side to oh, get a union because no prices would go through the roof y'all yeah i've worked with in a business where we had to deal with a union at one of our a couple of our locations and yeah they're difficult to work with it's more it's almost like an it's not even just an equal and opposite reaction to how a big business will manipulate people and just use them it's almost like they punch back twice as hard so now you know you might get 36 days of vacation in a year. You know what I'm saying? Which is... That's a little absurd. Yeah. Considering you already get weekends off and holidays, you throw in 36 days of vacation, you basically can take a couple months off every year. Mm -hmm. And that's not very... That is not uh, like me just picking the worst case scenario. They actually brought that up in this documentary as, hey, they bought a company that had a union and they get 36 days of vacation. So... Is that good for business? Probably not. I don't know. You know, and you can also control your wages. You can strike. There's things you can do. Nobody likes dealing with a union, but, and this is the main but, there wouldn't be unions if you treated people fairly. That's right. Like, people that are That's getting a fair right. shake don't, don't go out and get a, start a union. No. Exactly. And my thing, I understand the purpose of unions, <clears throat> but... The downside of unions is that, guess what? Anything attached with a union, your car, your truck, your hybrid, your SUV, that's why American-made cars are very, very high because you're paying for the unions. Yeah. They're paying these people $50, $60 an hour or more sometimes working these plants. You're paying for that mm-hmm. some way, shape, form, or fashion. That, yeah. that cost has got and to be he, pushed to you People want to have it both ways. They want to say, look, I'm anti-union, you know, I don't think the unions should have these lazy people getting overpaid, blah, 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 but at the same time, we recognize that, you know, the business will take advantage of these dumb people. Yes, they will, and a lot of them are very uneducated, and and one good thing, 
unions are not all bad, but you, but like, I don't think there's a problem with the union if the people in the union are reasonable. I think when once you start getting in the unions, you get people with these ridiculous demands, these ridiculous um, things that they want, and they cause costs to go up. And then they don't want to compromise. But like when the economy tanked, they didn't want to compromise. They didn't want to give up yeah. anything. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's twofold. Is what I'm saying. It's like okay, so let's we get an example where we're like, all right, the union is definitely part of the problem here. Got it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then. You say, let's throw the union out. But then they start treating employees inhumanely. You know, they even had, like, people that were illegal immigrants. They were locking in there to clean the store at night. Oh. And then they were like, you can't leave until the manager comes and unlocks the store in the morning. <gasps> so, um, it's, you know, shit like that should not happen. Really. No. Well, it's like, you know, they end up paying a fine. Or they end up, you know, getting a slap on the wrist. It's like, in order for the union to not exist, then we would have to have, quote-unquote, more government. Mm -hmm. And people don't like that shit either. Yeah. But it's like, we can't have shit like this going unchecked. That, that's and be, right. You can't be pro... You can't be anti-union and anti-the government getting involved at all. No, yeah. you just can't. And one one thing, I don't know if people know a lot about the history of the union. A lot of people feel that the five-day work week would not exist without the unions. Like, right. the unions push that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey... We gotta have two days off a week. We tired of y'all working us seven days a week, 14, 15 hours a day, no days yeah. off. So I thank God for the unions because I like my Monday through Friday, seven to four. I can't mm -hmm. speak for nobody else. So right. the unions ain't pointless, but at the same time, I think unions need to be in moderation and I think unions need to step in in situations like you're talking about where businesses, I realize this, businesses are like children. They're going to do what's best in their interest and they're very selfish. Mm -hmm. And until they get checked, yeah, or until exactly. somebody comes in and says, you can't do this, we're going to find you. They're going to do everything that they can as long as you allow them exactly. to do it. Um, and that's what they do. And so for you to turn around and say the government is not supposed to step in, but at the same time, you're not working these jobs, so you could care less about the mistreatment of the people and them not getting paid enough and you're not working 40 hours a week and not being able to qualify for insurance. So in those instances, I think you do need a union. And then some people actually on their books, they tell you you cannot create a union. Well, they actually, had, like that. they actually had videos that were tele trading videos, quote-unquote, that were basically spreading anti-union yes, messages. I, I worked to, at places like that before. to the to the employees, where it would be like, uh, and it was so funny. I love training videos. Yes, first I of do. all, it's so funny because they always got their way to make the shit so much more multicultural and multi like different sexes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, then you then you actually have in your job. So it's like there's they make sure every scene has like. The Asian female yeah. manager, the black woman who also works in the HR department, yeah. the you know what I'm saying, the, ah. the uh, you know the Spanish, the Latino dude, like they make sure that it's always never, it's never just like a bunch of white men sitting around talking business like most businesses. But um, uh, in this training video, they actually are like, you know, a guy comes up and he's like, so you hear they're trying to unionize us. And the guy, the other guy, of course, these are actors, but they have Walmart stuff on. They're like, yeah, I hate unions. Yeah, all they do is take money out your check. Like, these, this is the business uh, telling uh, the employees. And it worked. And that's the sad thing. It worked. Because yeah. you know, I just remember this. Um, shout out to my friend Giovanni. I don't know if he's on Twitter yet. He just applied at a Walmart down in South Charles, going almost towards Fort Mill. Yeah. Um, on 521 Highway, they're building a super Walmart. He goes down there, I mean, we're in the summer, we're kids, we suck, college, yeah. we don't have a job. He applies. He said he went down there. The line was backed up. He didn't know why it was backed up to apply. 
because they're having to literally sit down with these people and ask them, do you know how to use the computer? These people are saying no, because the applications are all on the internet. You're supposed yeah. to just come in, do your application, which, you know, it takes a decent yeah. amount of time, but not like the line was. He said they were walking people through stuff. People didn't know their people didn't know their social security. People Damn. didn't know people didn't you know people half of them hadn't graduated from high school. Right. And that and that just you know like you said that that speaks that Walmart is just taking in anybody they can get in there and they just probably like you said they use propaganda and right. things and mistreat them because these people are so uneducated. You know. Like I feel like a bad person because I don't hate them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like. I should, like, all this stuff I'm saying is reprehensible, and I should be like, those pieces of shit, but I still am like, yeah, but the mom and pop store, <laughs> their hammer costs a little bit more yeah. than the Walmart store, and I really don't give a fuck about mom and pop. Like, I don't know these niggas. Like, I just want my Xbox yeah. on sale. That is all well, I care about. 199 bundled up. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's just very it's weird, game. man. It's my, very my weird. question would be, when did this this when did this like happen like this this split because everything I used to hear about Walmart was that was, Sam Walton now when he started was this alive, great for the people yeah, coming yes. in I'm gonna do right by my customers yes. I'm gonna do right by the community yes. and we're gonna hire and, hard working Americans and, when he and we're gonna give you free coke on right. Thursday or Friday something <laughs> like that like that's what I heard right. my mom, I used to watch 2020 with my mom a lot when I was growing up and they did a big thing on Sam oh, Walton and him. how he started this empire out of all Hard work in Arkansas. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's, this is a great story. Oh, we know Walmart paid for that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is episode yeah. of 2020. Yeah, and then now, it's like pretty much modern day slavery. Like, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's just crazy. And, and, and what you're saying is true that you interview people, and people you say how much he was beloved and how he visited all his stores. Yeah, every, and, 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 and how he, he would be in the plants and he would know everybody's name and, and things like that. And, and, and it's amazing how when older people die and younger people take over who more business minded it changes and the same thing with AMC when the older dude who owned AMC died AMC tickets used to be really cheap when he died they tickets went through the roof I mean mean, when me and Rogers go years ago AMC you didn't pay more than $7 for a ticket full price you know, then after then, now it was what, 15, 16? What, I don't know what it is. Probably about 10. Yeah. But um, even the, the other thing is, like, you know, when Dave died at Wendy's, you know, uh, a lot of people cried because it was like, I, I, I was what is going to happen with this 99 cent menu? You I, know what I'm saying? I was Are they going to start, you know, charging a dollar and some change now? Yeah. But they kept it 99 cent. And, and no, and I tell people this when Wendy's first opened up, Wendy's burgers, they were square, but they used to be bigger than the bun. They used to be huge. Mm-hmm. Over time, they've been slowly cutting inches off That's of that. Right, yeah. Like, I can't tell nobody. I like to eat too much. And I know when, when my size portion go down, I can't speak for nobody else. Mm-hmm. And now, your 99 cent menu is the same as a kid's value meal. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's literally the same burger now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I worked there, and it was always the same when we was in the kitchen. I don't know about mm-hmm. the size. Yeah, the size. But I'm saying, same. like, kids' burgers and, uh, and junior burgers, mm-hmm. they the same burger. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. But um, they always were. Okay. But, um, like a single is a bigger burger. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, man, uh, I just say all that to be like, look, I don't really hate Walmart. I gotta finish I this. I gotta finish this documentary though. Maybe I'll end up hating them like I'm supposed to. <laughs> and I also saw another um, documentary that that's like pro Walmart. So I want to see what that is. Probably made by Walmart. Oh yes, yeah. um, surviving everything. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just don't hate them, and I don't love these Ricky Dick 
stores that much, man. I've been to these little fucking stores, and it's like it's not that personal. Yeah, person and they hit you with like, well, these people are all experts. Not always, man. Yeah. Actually, no, not always. A lot of times, it's some dude that had the store that did know what he's talking about. Got old, gave it to his son who could give a fuck because he's just like, I got a business and a and an inheritance, exactly. bro. Fucking like, exactly. yeah, I don't know, man. But it does suck for those little towns that you know get literally have everybody else driven out of business except for what's at the Walmart. But these towns sell their souls to do that. Yes, so. then on top of that, it's almost a disadvantage because like they had a problem with pharmacies and Walmart was getting sued because Walmart was coming in with like these two and three dollar prescriptions and the local pharmacies couldn't compete. Then once they run them out of business, they would hike the prices up. And uh, so then a lot of people suing them like, hey, y'all can't drive these people out of business mm-hmm. at a disadvantage to you and then hike the prices up. So now when they go into these new markets, they have to be competitive to Whatever the current market is. Mm-hmm. Um, they got, you, I was gonna say in Clinton, South Carolina, where my college used to be, they pay one dollar a year just by on the technicality. Yeah, yeah. Land. Like the it, government yeah. will make sure that you it, get that Walmart. Yeah, they, it's just a technicality. Yeah. They pay one dollar a year for the land that Walmart's on, and they literally, like I said, they sell their soul yeah. for the Walmart because they they, have they put uh, they, they put it. in like new roads, new construction, um, and a lot of local businesses get upset because it's like. I'm a mom and pop business, and they don't really give me any advantages. It's like, well, first of all, that's a lie. You get certain type of tax advantages from having your own business. That being said, you're right. They're not going to build you a new road. They're not going to give you new sewer lines and infrastructure. And that's because you're not bringing in a billion dollars mm-hmm. to the community. Uh, you just tax revenue and yeah. all that stuff. And what's funny is that uh, down here locally in uh, South Carolina, people were so angry that a Walmart was coming that it took them like five years to make the Walmart mm-hmm. because every time they got halfway done, people go out there and they would tear the equipment up. They would tear the Walmart down. Yeah. They yeah. still finished it because I'm trying to tell you, you can protest to the end of the day, but if you ain't paying on $1.5 million in tax revenue, people don't give a damn about you. Alright, so um, I also saw another movie, speaking of depressing movies. Uh-huh. I saw Precious. Friday, I couldn't do it. Man, Mm-mm. it's it's a it's a tough watch, man. It's a tough watch, and I mean, props to that. Uh, Gabe, I think his name is Gabby Sadib or whatever, Gabriel Sadibi or whatever. Mm-hmm. She did a great job, and I mean, of course, by the end, everybody knows the ending. By the end of the movie, she is the king of the New York rap game, and she's ah. she's going to work for Puff Daddy, and um, I mean, like. A lot of people don't know that it's the prequel to Notorious, but um, <laughs> well, and I didn't know Notorious. I didn't know Big had AIDS. I didn't know that either. Nah, this is literally like <laughs> the saddest movie. Like you could show a puppy being beaten to death for two hours and not be as sad as Precious. Oh Nothing good happens for that girl, man. She just got a fucked up life, yeah. and like there's, I mean, the, I'm hopefully I'm not spoiling this, but skip ahead a couple minutes if y'all ain't seen it, but. Dude, man, it's like tough to watch. There's like scenes of like incest with her father. Mm-hmm. There's uh, her, her mom, Monique, is just playing this like really mean, yeah. uh, spiteful yeah. mother figure yeah. that. She molests her too. Yeah, yeah. That beats her and like tries to hit her with pans and shit. Oh my gosh. I, I, they actually have a book too, and the book's called like Sapphire or something no, like that. Precious. The novel's name Push by Sapphire. Oh, yeah, Push. I'm sorry. I'm, I got that mixed. And um, I read like half of the first chapter and I was so 
upset and so pissed that I want to just jump into the book and just beat the hell out of her daddy. I had to close it, and I hadn't picked it up since. And so that's why when he was around, I was like, oh, hell no. I I, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It's one of them things that it will make you just so angry, and the book is a lot more detailed than the movie. Like, it really goes into details where you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm reading this. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, it was a pretty tough watch, man. Um and I you know, I, I I try to be pretty tough in movies. Like I saw up, I didn't cry that shit or whatever. <laughs> but it was one scene when um they was when uh they was basically uh the teacher that was teaching precious mm-hmm. was telling her how uh she needed to keep on writing mm-hmm. even though she basically had found out that she had HIV and she, like she had like two kids already and mm-hmm. like all this shit was wrong with her and she's just telling her like write and then you know she like precious flipped out and like you know like cursed at her and stuff and then she's like they talk some more and then she's just like right it got a little dusty in there I was like oh man I'm gonna cry but uh, I didn't cry, but I did tear up a little bit, man. So if I went and watched it, do you think it was still, even though I'm expecting this? I, was still, I expected it, was it to still, be yeah, pretty and tough, and it was pretty tough. still, it's still pretty getting tough. that emotion out of yeah. you, man. It's pretty tough. Yeah, and, and for the past four days, y'all, he been asking me, you think you, so you think you're a woman now? <laughs> yeah, I, after watching the movie, I did ask Karen that she thinks she's a woman. <laughs> At least fifty times in the next eighteen hours. Uh, every time, every time she disagree or anytime like uh, she, you know, she, I'll be like, baby, uh, get ready, we gotta go to the movies. She like, hold on, I gotta take a shower. Oh, so you think you're a woman now? <laughs> Talking back to me? Oh, <laughs> you so grown? Uh, but uh, so yes. Did it make you hate Monique as much as you hate Lawrence? See, that's the and, thing. And, and what love got to do. See, that's the thing. I already <laughs> hate Monique as a person. So, like, all these people was like, oh, we should give her an Oscar or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, man, I already found her hateable. I'm not on that so Monique bandwagon. Right yeah, she just, just doing. I hate the worst of the brothers that try to tell you, like, yeah, man, but something about her, man. I would still hit that. No. Oh. Nothing about her. Oh. Nothing. Stop trying to mess with me, man. Well, my thing was she tried to, <laughs> when she tried to justify not shaving her legs, I kind of yeah. like, it kind of confused me because I was like, you know, all right, I see what you're saying. You're trying to do some women empowerment stuff. But the only reason you do it is because it hurts you. You yeah. cut your leg and now you don't want to do it. Like, I don't really, I could see if you were trying to say some yeah. natural beauty type of thing, but... She's a weird person. And I ain't even gonna lie, I grew her on that hell. No, that shit hurts. And uh, if you don't like the hair on my legs, damn it, you ain't got to look at them. Ah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Monique is cool or whatever for the people that like her, but I've never found her that funny or entertaining. So I'm not gonna sit up here in front like. You yeah, know. I ain't knocking you because they. That's oh yeah, taste. no, I know. I just I didn't understand. That, that's that's like, what you hurt me and all that yeah, stuff. I didn't. I, I guess obviously I don't understand because I don't shave my legs. So that's true yeah. too. So let's get into some written feedback. We got some emails and we got a little bit of Mr. Hate Coffee on uh, SOHH.com. Hit us up and he wrote us a little review. He said, uh, "Good show. This is about episode 51, ignorance." Um, the basketball stories, the style P, ignorance, and the worst porn sections were hilarious. Keep it up. Got a few comments and questions. I know I'm late, but on a recent so- show, you talked about buying records. To me, buying records is like tipping, ironically. Uh, where else can you get the exact same service product and not, not have to pay extra? People only tip because they feel guilty, and it's how the servers get paid. 
Maybe if we can associate a long-standing racial guilt of not buying records, people will start buying again in an urban in an urban culture. Um, first of all, guilt really don't make people tip for the most part. Like mm-hmm. it's niggas just don't tip that much yeah. most of the time. Um, and, and I think it's a culture thing because yeah. honestly, a lot most white people teach their kids, hey, the, the people give you you give. I've seen like 16, 17 year olds. They friends look. They're like, y'all better tip. Yeah, I've right, seen exactly, that before. Yeah. Niggas be like, everybody, everything McDonald's, everything get McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, with a record, it's a little different because you actually can get the music in your crib for free is a big difference. You can't get IHOP in your crib for free. I wish I could. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, hey, IHOP, you know, just some dude shows up with IHOP and you don't pay shit for it. So, um, that's the difference. Also, um, you know, I think you, in person, you see the work. It would be more like if you went to a music concert and didn't pay for your tickets afterwards. Like, if, if they performed in your face, yeah. was, like Eminem was spitting the lyrics to all his shit in your face, you see him sweating, you see him with his blood, sweat, and tears on the on the, on the, you the stage. Them to it, you enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, you know? then on the way out, they're like, all right, your ticket was $25. You'd be like, nah, I'm good. That's what it would really be like. Like a CD, the alternative is free. Like, it's just... Too easy, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I see. I mean, he makes a great, yeah. point, a great analogy, even. And um, I kind of see. What, I agree completely with what you're saying. It's a culture thing. Like, if you never, if you never really been brought up to tip, yeah. and if nobody's explained, like I was asking my dad, like, well, what is tip? You know what I'm saying? When I was nine or ten years old, I asked, why do we do that? And right. he explained it to me. This is how they get paid. You know, when you're growing up, I'm thinking, okay, they just get a good, they get a great salary, just like yeah. every other job. And right. that's not the truth. And, right. that, and then, so once you learn that. Out of just the way you've been brought up, you know, right. to respect hard work and to do for others as you would want them for you. Because I know if I was refilling your drink, bringing you plates, right. getting you stuff, I would want yeah, a little bit. Yeah, with a little something. You know, and so whenever I can get whatever, you know, right. even if I, like this happened to me specifically at Red Robin one time. Me and my little brother went out, and my mom left us some money because I think I forget where her and my dad went, but they I think they went to like a uh, one of his work part, uh, you know, like a dinner at his, with his work or something. So she left us some money, and we ended up not even paying attention to the prices really. Right. Ordered too much, and only had enough money for like a dollar, like a dollar tip, and we, right. were, we were kind of working, dude. And I came back the next day and left like three more dollars just for him, like yeah. with the man, just because like you know I understand that. It's not, it's not, you know, set stone just tip, but it's, it really makes them give the next person more work, I guess yeah. you could say. Like, One time I was at, uh, we went to Red Lion uh, for lunch, and I was with my boy Will, and he actually stopped this dude and was like, hey man, can you come here for a second, and gave him like five dollars, and the dude was like, what's up, and he's like, I was in your section the other day with my girl, and I actually didn't have enough money to tip, or I forgot to do the tip, and I realized it later. And so when we were in there, he saw the dude, he gave him $5 just to be like, look, man, I, that was an accident. Don't want you to get the wrong idea. Yeah, you know? yeah, because it can be discouraged. Yeah, yeah. but with music, it's just not the same not, not the same, the same thing, thing you yeah. know, for buying music. Yeah, actually. and I think we say like a physical thing. It's almost like because, like, like you say, we don't see what happens beyond the scenes, you know. Because, like, yeah. with servers, and a lot of people have a myth that servers get paid minimum wage, which is not so. In most states, it's two dollars and thirteen cent an hour. Most yeah. people have no idea of that. 
And so, you know, like you said, they're doing all this extra stuff and you're running them to death. Because I've had people do this to me before and you think it's funny not to pay them. But guess what? When you show up at your job, you'll be pissed if your, if your employees be like, you know what? You ain't worth this $16 now. Yeah. I'm going to pay you $5 now. Why? Because I feel like it. You're going right. to be pissed. Exactly. And that's kind of, that's almost the same concept. Yeah, it's, it's literally the customer is the boss in this yes. situation because the customer controls how much you get paid. Not the worst thing, the biggest insult to waiters and tipping, um, and and I do stand beside, stand behind the first statement we have said on our original podcast. If you're a waiter, stop being a waiter. Find a real job. Quit. Make sure you go to school. If you don't have to be a waiter, don't do it. You don't respect yourself. Your parent, your boss don't respect you. Customers don't respect you. You deal with a lot of shit. Um, it's like uh, Keith and the girl. Uh, Keith, Keith used to be a waiter, and like he said. If you're a waiter, at some point on your job, you will have tears. You will cry. Yes, Because sir. that people treat waiters like, like shit. Yes, they from do. They sound like the strippers of the food industry. They are the oh strippers. Oh, They are the yes, strippers sir. of the food industry. It's, 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 it's been times where um this customer one time, he pissed me off so bad that I literally had to go to the back and count to 10 because I knew if I would have said something or reach out and touch him, we'd have been brawling up in there. Yeah. Right. You know, literally. It's like how you get that feeling sometimes where you're like, there was a fight in your life where you didn't fight. Yeah. And you go, man, I feel like a bitch. I should have fought that person. No, I don't. When, I you're a wait- when you're a waiter, that happens a lot. That's dangerous. There's a party that you're like, I yes. should have told them about that. So. There's a person that if they would not, and you're just holding out for a tip that's probably not coming <laughs> if that person's an asshole anyway. But, there's a person out there that, you know, is a waiter that probably listening to this shit right now, and they're just like, man, this is, you know, y'all are on point. Don't do it if you can do something else, man. Yeah, Trust let me. It, let it be something temporary. Let, yeah. it, let it be your your block to something better um, because, like I said, it's, I've experienced a lot. I even had one time where this um, woman was upset about the bar, and I was doing tables and she was mad because they had the uh, the bar was to be refilled and she came to me and she literally put her hands on me and I turned around and I looked at her and she, it was an older lady and she went smack off of my face and I looked at her and my eyes filled with tears and I told her I say um okay I said I'm gonna get a manager man I left that lady I kicked that kitchen door wide open they were frowning and, and cooking stuff back there I was loud, and I said, I'm going to tell you right now, I refuse to go back out there and serve her. If y'all don't get nobody out there, I said, I would be going to jail down here in Tinker K, South Carolina. I don't even know where the jailhouse is, but somebody going to get me up out of here because I am going to put my hands on this old-ass lady because she didn't have no business touching me. I don't mind you cussing me out, but when you put but, your hands see, on me, you took it to another level. When you're a waiter, that shit happens all the time, and you... Like, that doesn't happen at your job now. That doesn't happen Ooh. later. Like, when you're a waiter, they ask you basically to put up with shit that if you did not have a check and a job riding on it, ass wounds would be taking place all the time. Like, if, if, like, if waiter, if being a waiter was completely voluntary and there was no attachment to the restaurant, like, people just came in and did, were waiting, if people treated you like that and you didn't have a job on the line, you would beat the shit out of somebody because yes. like they're only talking to you like that because it's a power trip they know you can't do anything so they're just power tripping on you they don't have a lot of it's like these nerds on the internet they don't have a lot of control over regular shit in life so they use <laughs> they use the internet yes. as a way of, of fucking with you yeah it's the same thing with with uh with, with the waiting industry and and to make it even worse i was so upset 
And so they sent somebody else out there, and I didn't see this. It was uh, happened to be a couple sitting over, and a couple seen what she did. And the man came up to her. The man said, look, I seen what you did, and I know that she didn't do anything because she was afraid of her job. He said, but I'm here to tell you right now, I'm not afraid of losing my job. He said, I want you to talk like that to me. They didn't have to put that man That man went smack <laughs> off. He said, I want you to roll up in my face like that. I'm not afraid yeah. of losing my job. We'll have to do some uh, waiter war stories another time, but... Yeah, I, oh, yeah had, we, we, we got some good one, y'all. I've had multiple shit where it's like, am I gonna have to fight this dude? Type, like, am I? Like, <laughs> well, really, yeah, I'm like, it's like, a point of fact, not as a discussion or like, I'm I'm saying this to hype myself up, but like, literally, I'm wondering, like, I'm bigger than this person. They're only doing this because they can get away with it because I'm at my job. Am I gonna have to just fuck this job, beat this dude's ass, and prove a point? But anyway, um, <laughs> the second, the second. The the yes. second um, question that he had was, how do you record all the voices at once? What is your setup? Does everyone have a mic? I asked because I'm trying to do something. I've been trying to do something similar for a while. Hey, man, we just have a blue sky uh, or sky, blue snowball microphone. Yes. And uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, USB microphone. Really good quality. Yes, we record is. with Audacity, which is a free program. But uh, I do have to do all the editing myself and compressing, adding the music and shit like that. But... Um, I think it's kind of sim- simple. Uh, basically, all you're really offering is a unique take on things and hoping that you're funny enough that other people want to hear that shit. Um, number three, what's the fan- name of the fantasy football podcast that Karen listens to? The fantasy football guys, and they're actually back up now for preseason, so it's it's cool. You can get them on iTunes. They call the fantasy football guys. And then number four, uh, my favorite point he made was keep up the good work. I'm glad you didn't take my advice on shortening the podcast. The current format works well. I put my girl onto the show as well. She was dying laughing at the dude sitting behind y'all watching Inception. So you know, I really appreciate that, and that we brings do. me that brings me to another thing. With I got into it a little bit on Friday night. Or maybe it's Saturday. Um, no, it's Friday night with my boy Counterclip, who is is cool with me on Twitter. Yeah, and he is a cool dude, man. Yeah, even after um, even after this uh, conversation, we're still cool. Oh yeah. But we had to get some things straight because he uh, hit me up and said, um, "Why are your podcast so long?" Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Now. How now? How would y'all take that? I just want to make sure, cause I did not say anything angry, call him out his name, anything like that. But I did take slight offense to the way that question was phrased. But how did y'all take that? Oh, when he hit it, I was like, "Ask Roger, I'm just going for the ride." <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of would have, I would have been indifferent. Like I would have yeah. been like, I mean. Right, we we got a lot of stuff we'd like to talk about. I mean, yeah, you know, like, yeah, it, it would have been like it's we, just like not I mean, enough. We just for thirty minutes. Yeah, we just kick it and talk about shit, and then we just cut the, we just cut it when we cut it. You know, like right. So I, he he said, uh, I'm saying though, by the time, because I basically hit him up with like, look, man, we talk how long we talk. I'm don't force anything. Yeah. It's over when it's over. I I don't want to just start being like, hey man, we have to talk in an hour. Oh, oh shut up. Oh, that's it. You know, yeah, you're like you're in the middle of a story. Like yes, and then that's when he started to try to rape me. Well, tune in next week. <laughs> You'll never know what happens. You know, I, like I, I do want to. You know, I do like finishing our conversations and yes. feeling like it's done. Um, then so he he's like, I'm saying though, by the time I get back to where I stopped, there's a new podcast already up. And I basically told him at that point, look, that means you're listening to other things or you're very busy. And that's right? fine. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. But 
if this is like, if it's a chore for you to listen to our podcast, I would prefer for you not to listen than for you to feel like it's work. It, I only want you listening if you feel like this is entertainment. And when you see a new podcast up, I want you to look forward to that. Like, yeah. can't wait till I catch up to that because that's going to be funny that's too. That's right. I don't want you looking at this shit like, another one? Damn. And that, yeah. that's the vibe I got from this. Maybe that's not yeah. how he meant it. That is definitely how it was conveyed to me. Yeah, we still, you know, I don't, I don't mind. I got a lot of people on Twitter that don't even know we got a podcast, don't pay it any attention. I'm still cool. Yeah, like, I, that's what I was telling him was like, look, we'll be cool no matter what. So, he, when I said, look, you don't have to listen, and I said, if you don't listen, that's your loss. Because I won't feel the loss. We lost a listener, but we'll, it's not like I'm going to be like, well, fuck Counterclip. We can't be cool. Don't hit me on Twitter no more, nigga. Like, uh, I'm not going to feel any difference. No. We're still going to communicate. That's right. We're and still I'm, cool. You know, I'm never going to hold a grudge. I'm not going to be. I'm not gonna be like uh, if he asked me a question like what'd you think about that new Eminem I'm not gonna be like nigga why didn't you hear the podcast nigga you know what I'm saying like I really don't I really don't care enough to get mad at him yeah, it is not that serious like we'll we'll be cool regardless and I think he re- he took your loss as more of a like a insult because he yeah. said oh, okay I thought the whole your loss was uncalled for it's both our losses and um, I was basically like. Uh, no, it's not my loss. If you don't want to listen, that's not that's not really on me. But if you find that, you know, I feel like what we're offering, and this may be arrogant, it's unique. I've tried to listen to other people's podcasts. Yes. I've tried to listen to the radio. Yes. There's nothing like what we do out there where people are like, we're not arguing to argue. Yeah. We're not trying to bring on comedians to be funny and shit. We're not trying to capitalize on people being famous to fucking make the podcast good and get downloads. It's strictly these are the people I know. This is the conversations we have, and I think this shit is funny. The end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's 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 an actual happy a happy relationship between a black couple, and you know you ain't seeing that shit everywhere. Now on the radio, most of that shit is just this is what black men do wrong. This is what black women do wrong. Like this is unique. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I do have some pride in that. But at the same time, if it don't float your boat, it don't float your boat. So he said. uh the way you talked about how many listeners you have, it must be pretty important if you lost listeners as well. And I'm like, but you're one listener. You know what I'm saying? You're not speaking for everybody. Unless there's just silent minor- majority of listeners that are all sitting around like, oh, this shit is too long. But it was real cool because at this time when he said that, I was retweeting some of his comments and a lot of people chimed in. I was like, no, it's perfect. Leave it like it is. I, I do. I listen to this on my commute a couple times a, a, yeah. a week and it really... Uh, makes my commute feel shorter. I listen Working to it on the out. train. Listen to it. Well, a lot of people I said, do you listen to it work out? And they was like, nigga, oh, them weights are dropping my neck. <laughs> laughing at this shit. But, um, <laughs> you know, but still, people listen to it at different times. And, yeah, and it was cool even, that people were even like, can we have more? Yeah, that's what can I was Can you do say. more episodes? Can you make them longer? And it's like, I don't can know, nigga. Five days a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't get paid for this shit yet. <laughs> we um, get some sponsors, y'all. Yeah. We, we'll step, we'll step yeah, the game pro- up. Props to Sting and, and Sky.com. But yes, yeah, we ain't, keep up the work, guys. Hey, the donation wasn't that big. Yeah. I can just quit my job and do this shit. Um, and uh, he was also saying that uh, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna stop listening though. And I'm like, cool. So, what did you want me to do? I'm I can't make it shorter just for you to catch up. Yeah. When other people are on the opposite tip, where they're like, can you make it longer? My job fucking suck. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's the problem with not working at Walmart or having a college degree. <laughs> You might get a job that is kind of boring when you sit yes. at a desk. Yes, you ain't got Shaniqua with the red hair in front of you ringing you up all day. 
So I was like, look, you basically asked me to cater to you. He said, I'm not I'm not saying cater to me only. I just asked why it's got to be an hour and a half long. Which is, if you dissect that, that sentence, yes, that is exactly what you were saying. I'm not saying cater to me. I'm just saying why does it have to be longer than I want to put into it? So if I make it short, isn't that you exactly having me cater to you? Yeah. Literally? And, like, I don't know. And um, on top of that, a lot of times people listen and I've learned too. Even if they can't listen to the whole thing, they say they pause and stop and come back whenever. And he said, I would, yeah, I would like to listen to every second of your podcast. Wouldn't you want that from everyone else too? And I said, um, yeah, dude, obviously. But mm-hmm. that's why you can pause it. You can save it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And if you want to, delete it. Fuck it, man. You deleted it. If I'm not interested in you... Fine, don't keep yeah. doing this shit out of favor of me. Like, yeah. either you're really in it or you're not, right? All right. So he said, um, if you had a speech to make and people started leaving before it finishes, how would you feel? And I was like, um, basically like, well, couldn't they pause the speech and hear the rest <laughs> on the road? Like, <laughs> couldn't they? I tune the speech down. It's not really a speech. And, I, and he makes music, right? He makes music. He's a beat. He, he makes beats. I was like, what if I just took your beat, listened to 20 seconds and was like, Man, why your beat gotta be three minutes, man? Can't you just make the beat twenty seconds? Who wanna hear? Who wanna hear three minutes of this dope ass beat? I ain't saying it ain't good. I love the whole thing. It's dope. But you come up with so many beats on this album, I can only listen to thirty seconds of each one. You when you be fucking offended? How I'm out of bad guy for saying, listen, this is the content of the of the art that I'm creating. This podcast is my baby. This is my art. This is you know something that we are putting our heart and soul into. And you're telling me, hey man, it's too long, I want shorter shit. No, no, other people like it and that's not how I feel. If I wanted to have people tell me exactly how to do it, then I'll fucking do it at work where they pay me. Um, and anyway, man, but he was just, he was just a little bit going back and forth, man. He says, he's, at the end he was like, I see where you're coming from. You know, I'm not, and because I was like, what else do you listen to? And he named like radio, a couple radio stations mm-hmm. and music podcast and I was like well those things are just more important than my podcast to you and I'm I'm not offended me either. I'm not offended you I know got what I'm saying? a lot of stuff in my rotation too so it would be like if M. Night Shyamalan came to me and was like say dog why you ain't go gonna go watch my new film Devil I and I was like and I was just like hey man I wanna watch some other shit more than that <laughs> Right? And, yeah. Like, I'm not, he can't get offended. Like, I want to do, I, and I wouldn't be offended, right? Yeah. Anyway, man. That's my nigga, though. We yeah, still we cool. We still love you. Yeah, so don't take it personal kind of clip, but man, boy, you was, you was kind of tripping that day. Um, let's see what we had in this episode. Uh, 106. Alright, cool. Alright, let's do a couple articles and then we can get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, retail wedding trend leads to I do's at TJ Maxx and Taco Bell. Uh, lately, some brides and grooms are using their weddings to show their love for more than just each other. Instead of getting married in a church or a banquet hall, more couples are choosing their favorite retail spots as the backdrop for their special day. The shops range from TJ Maxx to Taco Bell, and they are. All <laughs> it would have been better. Taco Bell, too damn. Yeah, seriously. Damn dog at my wedding. <laughs> and they all combined the couple's love for a brand new desire to have a wedding with a personal twist, says Rebecca Dolgan, executive editor of TheKnot.com. Brides are obsessed with making their weddings different from anyone else's. That That is true. Well, if that's the case, um, when uh, we uh, renew our vows, I want to get married at the Flying Biscuit. 
<laughs> Damn it, if we gonna go where we spend our money, let's spend the money well. I love the flying biscuit. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right. Biscuits for all. <laughs> Doug is saying she's seen a few brides discussing retail weddings on the not.com's message board, adding that it could be the start of a new trend similar to Star Wars or goth themed weddings that have gained momentum in the past. Yeah, that, cause that's not. That doesn't suck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck want to go to a wedding where it's like, all right, man, so you need a tuxedo and you need to be dressed like Obi Wan Kenobi? Like, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't that's plan. not fun. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's it. Does show the arrogance of people's weddings? It's so much about them, man. It's yeah. like it's one of the reasons I don't really like celebrating birthdays that much. I don't celebrate mine that much, mm-hmm. and I don't like celebrating other people's birthdays because it's so fucking narcissistic, man. <laughs> like you are not that big a deal, dude. There are six billion of us on this planet. And I, and I Life is not most that. People birthdays too. Yeah. It's nothing personal, but I really just don't remember. Life is just not that phenomenal. It's not like this, oh my god, they made Will today. Oh, stop everything. Like, it's not that fucking serious. No. You are not going to be the dude that cures cancer in your lifetime. You're not going to solve the HIV virus. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just all calm down. Your wedding's not that fucking important, man. It's more about the gifts anyway. So, um, Plus, I'm costing you money. And it's more of an exchange of my time and dignity for your dinner. I would much rather do like, like Fuller and Carrie. They were so cool about it. Mm-hmm. I would much rather buy you a gift and don't even have to come. Yeah. Save you some money. Mwah, we love you guys. And yes. still be cool the next day. Yeah, we was two less people off that list. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Those are two people we ain't got to pay for. Yeah, and I can see them and still hang out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And still be cool. Because I think a lot of people would take that shit in a negative way. And they still make jokes every once in a while and fuck with me about it. But it's still funny. Yes. And my, and my thing too is uh, when it uh, comes to wins. Hey, you gonna talk about me? I, I, with all my heart, you're not gonna talk about me at my expense. I'm not spending fifty dollars for you to sit and complain the whole time. I refuse. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. All right. So later this month, Lisa Satayut, I don't know how you pronounce that, and her fiance Drew Ellis will be the first couple married in TJ Maxx when they walk down the size eight shoe aisle of the Mount Pleasant, uh, Michigan store. Oh, it would be Michigan. I know she was distracted. What does that like shoes? In front of friends, family, and shoppers. Shop. So they're not actually closing the store? There's going to be shoppers in there. Like, beep. What the fuck beep. is that? Price check. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I just going to be shopping for shoes? And then I got to be like, oh, excuse me. I'm on the way of the, uh, my bad. Uh, the ceremony? Yeah, I thought these was on sale. Like, going to the dressing room, like, oh, nigga, they having a wedding. Yeah. Here, right? <laughs> yeah, let me get your finest shirt, TJ Maxx. I have a wedding to attend. And your ties. Yeah. But well, at least her dress is on sale, damn it. You ain't paying no more than, what, $20, $30? I don't know. I mean, is, is, are, is everybody's clothes on sale in here? Like, is there a wedding sale, a literal wedding sale, as they do this shit and walk down the aisle? Um, <laughs> anyway, man, uh, so retail weddings are still relatively rare. Dogan says with, uh, they fit with a larger trend of couples looking into their history together to plan their weddings. The one constant in my life, no matter what, has always been TJ Maxx. <laughs> said uh, Sadia, uh, self-proclaimed Maxinista. So... Not your husband as the one constant. Not your father who's probably going to supposed to give you away. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. They always been there for me. When I broke up and I got my China plate from him, 
And then when we first got together and I had to buy the thong. In addition to a brand loyalty, there's another reason couples are getting married in their favorite stores. In some cases, too, I think the economy might play into it. But people are really trying to be resourceful. So it's, it's cheaper to rent out TJ Maxx than a church? I bet you it is. Cause some I guess they ain't gonna close the shit. I guess it's gonna matter. That's right. And I guess yeah. Did TJ Maxx even know? Or they just like, they just, <laughs> niggas just walking in with wedding dresses and shit. It's just like, yeah, man, they get married today, I think. I don't know. Who cares? Who you know, the staff meeting is that like, hey y'all, there's gonna be a wedding in the back corner yeah. of the store. Who's working shoes tonight? <laughs> yeah, you gonna be busy. You gonna be busy. And the reception over in the kids area. Yeah. Uh, Sadia and Ellis said they'll probably save about $150 by holding their wedding at TJ Maxx. They are sacrificing their entire dignity for $150. I, I told you. But we have an odds. Bacon, egg, and cheese, dog. <laughs> But some, uh, uh, some couples could save thousands. Other retail weddings include the Home Depot. And the Home Depot has ha- hosted about a half a dozen weddings. So more than one idiot thought of this. The Home um, Depot. You know what? This is what men get. We as men. This is what we get. For whenever women want to have wedding plans and shit, we all just like, yeah, whatever you want to do, baby. You know, well, what color is the best? Uh, the color you like, obviously. Yeah, like, right. Just please, I do not give a fuck. I'm already giving away my freedom for the rest of my life. Just don't make this even worse and more excruciating by planning. It's like they don't have the death chair, death penalty chair. Like, yeah. So what color do you want the straps on the death penalty chair? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's not even a big deal. I'm already giving away all yeah. my freedom. Yeah, I don't I'm, care what I'm dead. we get. I don't care what yeah. the cake is. The life is going out of my what eyes. What is made out of? Yeah. yeah. The life's going out of my eyes one way or another, and it doesn't matter <laughs> what color the straps are on the chair or the, the needle or whatever. <laughs> um, a bride and a groom, a more rec- most recently in June, a bride and a groom, both employees of the store who met there, walked down the aisle and set, in the, set up in the garden department of a California Home Depot while the family, friends, and customers watched. This is it California? Maybe it was in Home Depot because it was too many. Because it was in California. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they got their housewoming gifts on sale. You know, tons <laughs> on sale now. Gallagher says Home Depot... Depot doesn't charge the whole weddings in their stores. Added that most of, most of the materials used, like orange buckets and plywood for fuse, wow, uh, can be put back on the shelf after the ceremony. So they don't even charge. They're just like, hey, go clean that up. They just had that wedding. Just- you know what? If you have your wedding at Home Depot, you don't get a fucking wedding gift. <laughs> I know this shit is free now. Y'all done gave away the game, dog. I gotta set up. I gotta set up my own seating and put the shit back when I'm done. Yes, sir. Fuck you and your wedding. I hope y'all get divorced. Cold stream, cold stone creamery. Yeah, they got chainsaws and stuff there too. When you chopping everything in half. Two employees at an Ohio cold stone creamery chose the ice cream store at the site of as the site of their June nuptials in a cold stone first. Says Jamie Thompson. Well, one good thing is you go to. Uh, uh, have a wedding at Cold, at Cold Stone in July. They're going to sell a lot of ice cream. Hell yeah, you're going to have a <laughs> lot of people looking at your wedding. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they have like ice cream stains on their clothes and Yeah, shit. look, he's touching you. Come on. Uh, the director of public relations for uh, Kahala Cold Stone Parent Company. Stone uh, Store owners agreed to a late opening for the wedding and didn't charge for the ceremony, but Tazza says prices may vary because all stores are independently owned. Taco Bell one couple said, I do at an Illinois Taco Bell last January while customers order tacos and chalupas. According 
So they do not shut down for. Hell that is no, so it's fucked about up. Money. I would just start going to these spots looking for weddings. Yeah. Now I'm like, hey, what you doing? Nothing. Yeah. Man? Just trying to see if they're gonna have a wedding up here today. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a reason why this man should not marry this woman, speak now. Yes, I would like a number five. That is the reason. Until, until I get my number five with fire sauce. Nobody, nobody can marry in this damn yeah. place. Yeah. According to the Taco Bell spokesman, Rob Poish. The well, what happened to somebody robbed the place in the midst of the wedding? I mean, they ain't shutting shit down. You, the robbers <laughs> ain't gonna stop. <laughs> the restaurant typically hosts about one wedding per year and doesn't charge for the ceremony. Wow. I, 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 I think these people are literally just walking in Taco Bell like, marry us, please. And also two number fours. Um, <laughs> Alright, so uh, Karen gave me this article, Napping, a Love Story. Scientists have found that naps make us more alert and more creative and improve our mood. A Harvard medical study uh, showed that the 45-minute nap improves learning and memory. In addition to stating the facts, the author shares her romantic attachment to naps. Um, I don't want to read all this because it's kind of long. No, you don't have to. But basically, Karen likes this article because she's always talking about how she's in love with naps and sleep. Yes, I am. And the girl on... Twitter sent that to me because they they always joking about how I tweet. I'm either just waking up or taking a nap. <laughs> I'm all good with that. I like to sleep. Uh, so Lawrence Fishburne oh, man. Uh, tried to buy out the complete stock of his daughter Chippy D. Oh, Montana Fishburne. That's not me. happening. Now this is why. Remember I was talking about Kevin's family earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin, tell him who your cousin is, dog. All right, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to set the scene for this. Um, and this, I mean, I, I really, like, I'm not making this up at all in any way, shape, or form. But I'm at the beach during on this beach trip, and I'm on Twitter just chilling in my room. It was, you know, early in the morning, uh, maybe even early afternoon. And I just seen Rod tweet about how uh, Brian Palmer had to be the dumbest person. I can't remember the exact tweet. He's the biggest idiot he's ever seen or one of the greatest comedic talents or something of that nature. Yes. And I seen, agree. Yeah. Have you seen this dude? He's a porn star, but he has rap videos during his porn. So between each scene, and it's not one rap video, between each scene with like, okay, next chick's coming up, there's a three-minute rap video of the girl who's about to get naked dancing around in like a bikini while he does some of the most horrible worst, raps worst. I've ever heard. Did you listen to uh, the, the Jay-Z diss and then yes. the other one, oh, and it's shaved? Yeah, the, the Jay-Z diss... Well, first of all, he only references Jay-Z when he's talking about the song, like, this is my diss I wrote against Jay-Z. And then he sits in his car and presses play on his CD player. He's sitting in the passenger seat of his own car, looking at, it, assuming it's his car, it might be somebody's rented car, and then he's, he's looking at the camera the whole time, ice grilling it and co-signing his own shit, like, yeah, bitch, oh, I said that. So, you got that. Then the O and the Shave video. O and the Shave has Montana Fishburne in the video. And she's dancing around with her splotchy ass. And he has on a beanie, like a pink beanie. He has on so many colors. It's like, uh, it's, he has so many colors on at the same time. Like, he would, he, you took an old school TV that, uh, when Technicolor was around, it would have just blown your TV up. Like, he was, he was so ridiculous. His songs are terrible. Uh, I'm going to look it up, but keep talking about how you yeah, how you so, Okay. So I retweet that, and I literally walk out of my room probably about five minutes later because we can't ready to go out on the beach. 
Well, I, my, like I said, my grandparents are there, my parents are there, I got an aunt who's there. None of them which, outside of probably my dad, are very techno technologically advanced. You know, they don't okay. just sit around and YouTube stuff. Yeah. You know, they don't just sit around like, hey, we got a funny YouTube video. So I walk out and I see them all around the laptop. And I'm thinking, like, what is going on? So I was like, what are y'all looking at? First thing my mom, she turned around and said, oh, one of y'all's cousins is a porn star. Talking about my dad's side of the family. So I still, you know, nothing's, uh, nothing's yeah. registering, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I walk over towards them, I'm like, well, what are y'all talking about? They're like, you know, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter, she's doing a porn movie. That boy that's in the movie, this is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly how my dad said it. That boy in the movie is Gregory's son. I said, <laughs> I was in complete and utter shock. I was like, so you mean to tell me that you are related to this dude whose son is a porn star who claims he's the king of porn and is doing a video with Lawrence Fishburne's daughter, and it's the exact truth. Uh, Brian Pumper is—we couldn't find. They, they spent probably 20 minutes trying to find his real name, right? Because they don't—they—they they just know his father. They never even met Brian, but right. his dad is my dad's second cousin, and they used to come. Uh, my dad grew up in Augusta, Georgia. He used to come down. They said that the dude's name is Gregory, who's now an alcoholic, and. Right. He, Father Brian had a wedlock, which is kind of probably why he got into porn because right. never in his life. But you know that's another story. It's fish and daddy, it, you know. So, <laughs> so uh, pretty much he said his dad used to come down, hang out during the summers, and then go back to New York and uh, used to come down for family every now and then. And the last time he seen him, he was a big time alcoholic. And next thing you know, his son is the self claimed king of porn, and uh, his his son <laughs> became his son became the best. Porn star slash rapper says Jake Steen. And that is a claim to fame, man. Um, and we have a little bit of his song, man. I'm going to see if I can play it. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? I wish I could see this man, what he's wearing. Why? Why does he have on so many colors, man? Like he literally he like cross colors. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> like he shot that cross colors or that store in the mall that the pimps shop at. <laughs> like only pimps and preachers go there where it's like all the colors is neon and shit. Like and he, the brightest things you can see. Uh Mike <laughs> Mike in Chicago would be upset with this. Yes he would. Either that or envious. I don't know about these suits. <laughs> Also diss Rick Ross, but I do have to keep it real. He keeps it real to Rick Ross. All his songs are about fucking. I have heard his songs like it's kind of it's kind of disturbing when you're watching a porn and then the, the video pops up because it's the only time that I'm ever like, oh, I need to turn this shit up. Like I want Brian Pumper's album, not not because it's hot. 
Not because it's hot. I just want his album. I, I hear him on Twitter. I was like, dog, can I have your album? Where can I download your music, please? I need this shit in my life. We need to feed the streets. Yeah, like the streets are calling Brian Pumper. The streets want Brian Pumper's music. And you need iTunes, to iTunes, dog. It. iTunes, get it out there. Yeah, dog. I need to hear this shit. But, um... Like, he raps about what he does for a living, and that's why his song titles are always like, Oh, and it's shade, she got a donk, uh, you know what I'm saying, fucking and rapping. Like, all his shit is about what he does. He keeps it 100% real. But, um, I, I don't. And then they have a pool table. That's why, like, in porn, when they have a pool table and the chicks on top of it, I always wonder, like, when I go down regular people's house, like, is. Are y'all fucking on this table? <laughs> is that yeah. the whole point of a pool, pool table? table? Yeah. I'm not playing the rest of this shit. I'm going to save my listeners some a little bit of dignity. All right, so Lawrence Fishburne's friends helped him to block the release of his daughter's porn movie. According to Fox News, Montana Fishburne starred in a sex tape that is being released as a porn movie with her porn screen name, Chippy D, in the title. Fishburne's friends tell her to uh, try to buy all the DVDs for a million dollars, but it was too late. I don't know if they really tried to do this or... Because, one, the internet... With the internet, everything's too late. Yeah. The second is recorded, it's too late. Yeah. So, um, what's funny, too, is like... I wonder if he just had to release this to be like, look, I am trying to be a good dad. Y'all calm down. Yeah. I spent a million dollars to get this shit back and it didn't work. Um... Fishburne's friends uh, try to pay a million dollars, but it's too late. The DVD has already been distributed. The money was brought together by Fishburne's friends in hopes that they could just buy out the complete stock of DVDs. But I guess he don't have a million dollars on hand. <laughs> Having custody of each and every... I wonder, I wonder who his friends are that put in on that. I don't know. Is it like Keanu Reeves? Yeah, Everybody's done a movie with, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just went to everybody. I was like, man, remember when we was in High Learning? I bet Cuba hooked him up. Cuba good about to shot him a little something. He's like, come on now. Remember when I was your father, man? I remember I brought her on set. She was about six at the time. She didn't, she didn't get a porn on that. Serious though. style, yeah. <laughs> like, and who was the dude that first had to tell him that his daughter's in porno? I know, he was in shock. Like, hey, man, I, I don't know if you heard the news. Your daughter's in porno. How you know? I, I downloaded it like everybody else, nigga. I, Jacking off, and I was like, "This girl looks familiar." That I've seen like that <laughs> Real familiar. Oh, wait a minute! I've seen those splotches. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> having custody of each and every DVD would stop the distribution of porn tapes. Uh, this would save their friend the heartbreak and the public embarrassment of having a 19-year-old daughter in a triple X porn movie. Wow. But those people obviously have not heard of the internet. Um, <coughs> all right, I was gonna do some more articles, but I forgot we got email too. All right, let's do the emails. I originally went with a buddy to see a stand-up comedian named Mitch Patel uh, when he played Raleigh recently. He's not a huge name, but he's a solid up-and-comer. His entire act is all, and I mean entirely sexual jokes. So right from the beginning of his act, I started looking around and noticed there are huge groups of people who aren't even cracking smiles during his routine then when it occurred to me that you don't tend to see people drop $30 to hear uh, people when they haven't heard of anywhere else but comedy clubs okay so he's saying you don't spend $30 to hear a comedian you haven't heard of anywhere except for comedy clubs like you don't hear too many people hanging out and say hey there's a band playing tonight I've never heard of front rows only $50 let's go <laughs> that's a great point <laughs> people do that with comedians sometimes though they're like Hey, it's so-and-so's birthday or something. Let's go to a comedy club. And it's like, do you know who's playing? Fuck it, let's go. Like, all right. Mm -hmm. And then for you to go to the club, sit there with a scowl on your face, arms crossed. It's like you're trying to will yourself to be miserable. 
Am I the crazy one or do they not realize they can save themselves the cash and just watch their Jeff Dunham DVDs at home? Um, I agree, Isaac. Uh, Isaac Weeks wrote that. I agree, man. Um, people, to be honest, people just don't respect comedy and they don't really uh, understand comedy or they're not connoisseurs of it. Like, when they hear a joke or something, it never occurs to them that somebody stole this joke or someone else done, has done this joke before. They they really don't have respect for it. That's why you have people that heckle them and shit like that. Like, no one goes to a rap concert and heckles Eminem when he's trying to rap, you know? But comedians, it's like, you don't take your job seriously, so I can't. Your job is to make me laugh. And it's like, actually, those people do take their job seriously. Very seriously. I didn't know that either coming up. I didn't really understand there was, like, a writing process when I heard that, like, certain people that wrote jokes for Richard Pryor. Like, right. I never really understood that it was, it was like that. Yeah. I thought it was just... You know, they sit around getting their element and come up with funny stuff to say. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of these people don't make it because they don't have what it is, whatever Richard Pryor has. Yeah, so you, you'll have a dude like Paul Mooney write a ton of jokes for Richard Pryor, but people are scared of Paul Mooney because Paul Mooney don't play that shit. <laughs> and he'll, you know, he come out there with that beanie on and start talking about white people don't like niggas and yeah. everybody's like, get quiet. <laughs> I don't know what he wants us to do. Just, <clears throat> just pass the time. Uh, somebody, Christine, wrote in and said, the strangest porn I've seen recently... The Shake Weight commercials. Absolutely disgusting. And uh, have y'all seen those commercials of Shake Weights? No. It does look like somebody is holding a dick. Oh, with both the, hands. oh the ones where they shake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who the hell thought that was a good idea? Uh, women that give a lot of hand jobs, apparently. Uh, apparently uh, so. Love the show. Your stories and Karen's racisms <laughs> equal a win. <laughs> did you see Kev- the Kevin Hart seriously funny? If so, what did you think about it? You still? Uh, and no, I didn't see it yet. I, oh, I promise man. I will see it. I heard it, I've heard nothing but good, good things. Oh man, I downloaded it illegally yeah. and it is. I, I oh, will man. find a way. Okay. I will see it soon, guys. I, amazingly I funny. Amazingly funny. Uh, you still have some Sweetwater tracks? I want to hear one. Keep it up. Uh, yeah, I still got a couple, man. Somewhere. I don't know where, but, uh, I will try to send a link to, uh, the, um, old SoundClick page I used to have or something. The, so y'all streets, the streets need Sweetwater. The street needs me and Brian Pump and do a song together. Yes. Collab on a track. Yeah. Like it's hot. I want to do a song called. 2010. I want to do a song called. Oh no, it's not shade. <laughs> we can both be like, Oh no, it's not shade. Um, and then we got another one from Isaac, and it says, "What is the most awkward situation you're not you've been in involved in a movie?" My story during high school, I had been chipping away at this girl who was way out of my league. Look, I know you're going out with blank whoever. But whenever he's out of town, give me a call, thinking she never called. One Saturday afternoon, she calls up, asks if I'm doing anything that night. We're in high school, a deepest, darkest, a deepest, darkest Eastern North Carolina. Dates are pretty much all dinner and a movie until you reach the point you can comfortably skip those two and just get to scrogging. <laughs> Scrogging, I don't know what that is. That's not kind of dangerous. That's not like that involves ropes. What's going on? It's like half half screwing and half jogging. It's like half sex, half sex, and you take like a 10 minute run. So the day day coming up at the last minute, and it being that dead time of the year uh, where there ain't shit out at the theater, I have no idea what's planned until we get there. She asks, what are we going to go see? And I say, oh, this one has De Niro, Brad Pitt, Dustin Hoffman, and Kevin Bacon in it, so let's go see it. The movie was Sleepers. Oh, I've seen Sleepers. Y'all never seen Sleepers, have you? I don't think I have. Oh, my Jesus. Horrendous choice for a date movie, dude. 
The heartwarming coming of age tale of a band of 13 year old boys savagely gang raped by prison guards in a juvie hall. Oh. The, and it literally does have all those actors in it. So you would think, like, that's why I watched it. I was like, oh shit, De Niro, Brad Pitt, Dustin Hoffman, and Kevin Bacon got together for a film? I'm in. Then yeah. I, I, I started watching, I was like, this is not going right. Why are these, <laughs> what are they taking these little boys? Um, did you know what it was before you, uh, the girl actually asked me after it was over, did you know what it was about before we went to see it? Like I was going to say, sure, I thought you were up for a little kitty rape. Everyone, everyone has to have a different answer, even though we all know your that you answer for K. Run tell that, Ozzy. Yeah. So what Karen's uh, movie experience was is Panther, and she went to go see that, and it was now I, I don't know, I don't have a crazy movie story. I don't think. I couldn't, man. I couldn't give you one of those. One time I snuck into a movie, right? We in the movie, I did not. Like, me and my friend Rashida, we used to go to the movies and stay there for, like, eight hours. Because mm. we were just basically... Like, I love movies. Karen likes movies. She don't love them as much as me. Like, I could watch movies all day. I really don't give a fuck. Like, Karen will come in the house, see me watching a movie, just walk straight upstairs, right? <laughs> well, I'm more like, what the fuck? What are you watching? I gotta yeah. see this, right? So, um... Like, I, I was Rashida loves movies, too. So, she was like, let's go to the movies. So, we were like, look, let's schedule this shit. We had a schedule. We were like, we're going to see four movies in a row. All right, we go to the 12 o'clock show for this, because you get the matinee price. Yes. Two, this movie gets out, and it's an hour and a half long. Gets out about uh, 1.45. When we walk into this one, it starts at 1.50. Like, we had a plan. Man, we get two movies in, and we walk, and this is an AMC. And this is when AMC started going down south, and they started getting, you know, more black people coming. <laughs> and then more thugs start coming, yeah. which is different than just black people. I Like, yeah, black people talk to a movie, thugs, you might not make it through the movie. Yeah. So, um, ah. we went to sneak in some Nicole Kidman flick that I didn't really want to watch, but it was the only one that was playing at the time we needed to sneak into the next movie. Mm-hmm. And this dude bumps into another dude, and we're sitting in the back. So this dude bumps into this other dude, and it's kind of close to the middle of the theater. And the dude's like, hey, cub, you don't watch where the fuck you walking in. And we're like, what? Oh, that is, is going down. And, and this theater is not full of people. Like, yeah. it's at most 20 of us in this theater. Yeah. Oh, it's time to And even. dude starts pushing. The other dude opens his coat and reveals that he has a gun. I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Let's go, go, go. We both, we got out of that shit like... This shit was on fire, dude. We broke out. So. Like, I'm not. I do not want to be the only nigga dying in a movie theater. Ain't have shit to do with anything. Yes, because yeah. that's who gets shot. The random person. Yeah, and it was funny too because Rashida was still like, "Well, look, man, we can still go back in there. Let's just call security." Oh, no. yeah. Let's be the niggas that snitch on the dude with the gun. <laughs> like, have you seen security in this bitch? They ain't saving us from nothing. Ah. We'll both be two dead niggas yeah. on the news, man. Yes. I was like, I'd rather be alive and tell this story. Dude. I know it's so. So that was pretty bad. I guess That's I did have a movie story. I can't think of anything else though. I'm sure. Yeah. But I've been to movies a ton. There's probably more, but I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Um. All right, man. Quick, quick, quick. Let's get it. Let's see what time it is. Oh man, we're going over. All right, man. Uh, Counter Clip says we need to wrap this up. Uh, yeah, even if it's still funny. Yeah. So Mm-mm. sorry, Counter Clip, man. Um, everybody, I want you to follow at Counter Clip. All one word, uh, you can make it all lowercase. And remember that we had like another 20 minutes of funny shit to say. <laughs> um, I had an article about a Southwest Texas inmate 
kill himself by eating toilet paper. I want to uh, hear about it. A, sorry, Kev. A donut burger judge being awesome. A donut burger. I had so many jokes about the donut burger, man. It was, it was ridiculous. I, I couldn't talk about that uh, all day. Uh. Parents sue a town after a fatal crash. For, yeah, like they were, like their daughter was the one that was drunk. But they sued the town and the people that own the parking lot. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, a dude. There was a dude that pulled a plane with his eyelids. I had an article about that. Pulled a plane? Yeah. Nobody's going to get to hear it now. Because kind of flipped. Um, Solomon Jones uh, said, please, it's time for a break from bozos and boobs on the boob too. You know I disagree with that. I'm on the Bad Girls Club, the real world, and Jersey Shore. Nigga, please. And he was black. Had a lot of jokes, but... Maybe we'll get to a Wednesday, so everybody that is uh, on that uh, commute uh, and you're not there yet, you're like 15 <laughs> minutes from your location, you're like, man, if I had 15 more minutes of funny shit that I, I could just listen to, it. well, turn on the radio. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Karen. No. I'm sorry. Oh, it's over? <laughs> yep, that's the end of the show. Kind of clip. I'm sorry you cost everybody more funny because I need you to be able to catch up on these shows, bro. <laughs> so, you know, everybody... Tweet him uh, at Counterclip and just make sure that you tell him. I will link him on this show episode. Just make sure you tell him, please, catch the fuck up, man. You're costing us entertainment. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. I'm at KD Bluetooth. Blue is the whole word. Yeah, and make sure you find a, follow at Counterclip and tell him. Hey, I could have used a hundred, an hour and fifty minutes. You know, tell him that, cause uh, apparently he's just not gonna believe that I'm doing the right things. I had a lot of jokes, man. Um, so uh, you know, also go to iTunes, download the podcast, go to Facebook, go to Podomatic.com, search for the Black Guy Who Tells, go to IgnorantIntelligence.com. Telephone number. Um, don't forget to call the show, as Karen just reminded me to tell y'all, at seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Uh, make sure you guys listen to Yeah Right Radio on blogtalkradio.com. Um, thank you guys for having me um, uh, on there, and uh, it was awesome. And uh, everybody feel good about this podcast, except for the part we had to cut off because of Counterclip? I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with what we did outside the 15 minutes of yeah. fun and greatness. That, uh, Dude, it was going to be so funny. Like, people think 51 was funny. No, this was going to be our funniest episode ever, but I, nobody ever know. But hey, Kyle right. guess what he wants. Yeah, Kyle Clip, you were right. I was wrong, man. Nobody wants to know about my thoughts on uh, Family Matters girl, Judy, who also did porn. It being oh. Now not even being famous for being a child porn star now because of you, Kyle Clip. All right, guys. Wow. Later. Love you. I love you, too. Bye. Hey, yo, baby, come over here. Let me, let me holler at you for a minute. I am your conscience. Nah, nah, I'm saying for real. Come over here. Nah, for real. Let me out let you for real. No, no bullshit. I am making a total pass of myself. Fuck it. All right. I am. Right, yo, hey, check it out. Hey, uh, you want to go to Waffle House? Get some food? I just did another pickup line that didn't go well. No. What the fuck you mean? No, I'm saying, yo, I'm sorry. Maybe I should tell her what a famous rapper yeah. I am. Yeah. That'll get her on my side. I'm Fonte from Lil' Brother. You heard, you know me, can't stop, won't. Stop, She's nah, never nah. heard of you. Wow. What a surprise. Look, okay, maybe I have my eyes. Whatever, fuck. I'm just saying that. Don't, don't let me go home tonight, man. I, I, maybe you should just say something nice to her and 
rap it up. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you looking good, you know what I'm saying? I, you're not fucking tonight. Don't, yeah. don't let a nigga go home alone yeah. tonight. It, I am your conscience. Parking lot pimps, nine out of ten more parking lot simps. Ladies want lobster, but set up both scrimps. The Kim Bay Matumbo blocking all attempts. Niggas ain't pimps, tugging elbows. When you walk by, compliment you on your toes. Heard all the cons now, listen to the pros. When you look good, girl, it's just the way it goes. As if you didn't know, I saw you at the bar. I'm leaning on this Escalade, but it ain't my car. Where you going, recognizing something like a star? My crib down the street, we ain't gotta go far. I know I sound raw, but I'm just being real. No games, aim is to tell you how I feel. Trying to cop the field, me and you, backseat. I just wanna chill. If looks could kill, first name would be Bill. Gone bad, the bees flew south, the honey's all gone, and the birds talking about they ain't hanging out cause they gotta go to work. One just had a daughter.